What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show, where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, and we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself. This has been an episode that has been long anticipated, long waited upon, and long overdue. And here we finally are with the man himself, Max Moneyhole Ianello. You know what's dope about this episode is I like bringing friends on the show who are making it happen in the entrepreneurial world, and Max will even say himself that he feels like he hasn't even scratched the surface yet, but what he's doing and how he's revolutionizing the backyard board game world right now is absolutely sickening, and I think this episode's probably going to be weird as fuck, honestly, because Max and I have been boys since college. We, we The conversations we have are just next level and like just get way, way, way out of pocket sometimes, so I'm interested to see where this goes. What's going on, Max? Yeah, and it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure, first and foremost, to be on this show. Um... As I told you before, I don't believe I'm, you know, qualified to be on the podcast yet. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, breaking into this entrepreneurship thing. Uh, still working nine to five, you know, doing uh, doing the hard labor. But uh, here we are, man. I know you've been talking about this. I've been listening to a couple of your episodes, and uh, it's an honor to be here tonight, dude. I'm happy you came through. It's a we're here in Weehaw, dude. Yeah, like, where it all started. Let's start for Connecticut, man. Dude, what you just mentioned, because I was talking about this on an episode. I don't know when I'm going to post this, but probably it will be like last week that I was talking about it. The cyber cuffs, man. I don't know what extent you're willing to talk about the cyber cuffs. Are you going to break down what, do you want me to break down what the cyber cuffs I, I talked about the cyber cuffs, but I think like the definition coming from you would be, would be great for, for the listeners to hear. Well, I mean, uh, John's, John's calling them cyber cuffs right now. I mean, for a while we, uh, went back and forth and then like a text thread, just, you know, calling them the cubes you know calling yourself a you know cube slave um you know before the pandemic hit uh you know i wasn't at home on a laptop i was literally in a you know a four by four cubicle the cube farm yeah you know uh button ups every day going hey how was your weekend it was good how was your weekend yeah it was great i you know went golfing i can't wait till fucking friday how about yourself i don't know like you know i saw my mother-in-law that i didn't want to see oh okay you know just like all that stuff of the you know the office lifestyle, just like the you know going in every day, having to commute, and uh, the silver lining of this whole pandemic has been being able to work from home and kind of having the freedom if I want to go outside and I can go outside and get a breath of fresh air without uh, having asked you know, but uh, yeah the the cubes man it's a it's a real thing dude. a lot of people are stuck in them and um, I'm still still in them. Still in them. I want everyone to know that's listening to this that I'm still working a nine to five and uh, just aspiring to, you know, have my company be um, my way out of the cubes, the the cyber cuffs as you call it. Which guys is a lot closer than he makes it sound because you guys are fucking killing it with with money hold the boards. You can't even keep up with the orders that are coming in right now. But before we even get to that, let's like let's dig back a little bit because I feel like our friend group in college was just different. Like we were all Basically, like we we're in school, going through the motions. But there were—I mean, we had a ton of classes together. 
we'd be walking to him like, dude, what the hell are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, we would be sitting there like just bullshitting in the back of the class, just there because we needed participation credit. What was the one? Was it drama and theater? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude. But but we, we knew the whole time. This, yeah. We would do nothing with our degrees. Yeah. And like some of us started businesses. You started some businesses in college too. Mm-hmm. But like, at what point did you realize that? I mean, I'm sure having an actual nine to five job has made you be like, I don't want anything to do with this. But what point did you realize that that's just not the path you wanted? Um, it's funny you say that. I mean, my whole time in college, I went into college not knowing what I wanted to do mm. at all. Like, and so that was a. Uh, it was a very confusing time for me. Um, I remember going into my freshman year, being around a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys, you know, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm a business major, uh, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, Alexandra Ajay, uh, I want to be a, a med student at the time, you know, certain routes that you want to take, whether it's being in the business school or going medical or, you know, someone wants to be a psychologist or, you know, they're going into, you know, psych. I was one of those guys that just had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that definitely ate at me for a while, especially freshman year when you're doing your gen eds and that type of thing. And when there's people around you that just know what they're going to do. Um, so I kind of just, you know, was in limbo for a while. And uh, I went communications. I'm a communications major, which is <laughs> basically, you know, <laughs> to the general public, you know, the, you know, I don't know, I guess the quote-unquote bullshit major yeah. you want to call it i don't know it was just kind of this like uh in retrospect though i look back at it i um, mean i didn't really pay attention to my classes you know i did i did what i did to get by but uh in retrospect a lot of insightful things in those class. anyone that's a communication major listen to this right now communications um in retrospect is such an important thing you know in those classes they teach you you know communications there's so many different types of classes they they had that I just didn't take too seriously, but if I had it, they're very beneficial. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. Where, where, well, I was out. I, well, first, I agree with you. I think communications is probably one of the best skills you can actually learn in the real world. Sure. Like, there's a few skills in college that can be taught. Communication. There's nothing worse than getting in front of a classroom full of people who don't give a fuck about what you have to say and giving a speech to them. Like that sure. really that, that helps. I was just saying, like, what point did you realize oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you were out on oh, that traditional okay, route? Okay, okay. So I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, but I don't know. I always had. Uh, I I always thought to myself. I mean, even before college, I was like, I'm not gonna work a nine to five. Like, I'm gonna find a way to like make good money before. I have to work, and I felt like I was going to be able to dodge it, kind of like 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 uh, Neo in the Matrix. I felt like I was going to dodge a nine to five. <laughs> I really did. I really didn't think I was ever going to have to work a nine to five. I thought I was going to think of an idea. What I don't know what it was going to be. Um, I don't know. I always thought that I would think of something, and I wouldn't have to work the nine to five. And uh, I feel like when we were in college, I feel like even our friend group, we always used to brainstorm. You know, whether it was about, especially when we were in college apps had just started becoming a real thing mm-hmm. like we were in college like my freshman year is 2012 you know we're still like on the iphone 4 snapchat's just yeah snapchat out. Like, just Instagram's came out literally like, snapchat was brand new my roommate was using snapchat and i was like that's corny dude i thought it was an app just to send pictures of your nutsack to your <laughs> friends like I, I, I avoided downloading it for so long because me too of that. <laughs> I, I remember seeing my friend snapchat i'm like dude what are you doing like, yeah, he's like, I'm on Snapchat. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, Instagram, like the weird Instagrams, like or, like original Instagram, you know, coming mm-hmm. out. Um, 
So I was like, I'll think of an app or I'll, you know, I'll, I'll think of this, I'll think of that. Like, I was like, I'm not going to, you know, so I kind of, once I realized I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go communications. I, I finally bit the ball. I was like, I'm, I can't hack into business school. Like, I'm not, you know, I was never good with math. I was never like going to pass those business courses. I knew that and I had friends that were doing it. And I kind of felt like I was like, I need to go to the business school. And I was like, I'll never be able to get into business school. I'll never be able to do it. So I was like, you know, I'll just do comm. I'll just, you know, I'll do that. I was like, either comm or English major. I was like, I'll, I'm going to be an English major. You know, like, I'm not going to mm. be. Although, in retrospect, I probably would have liked to do it English. Just, you know, I think English is a great degree just in terms of, you know, building your vocabulary, you know, getting, you know, reading, all that type of stuff, writing. All that stuff is, those are great skills as well. Um, I don't know, in a sense, I kind of just was like, I'm going to do, you know, the, the, the major that's, you know, that's not going to have me really going being in the library for hours on end like the phenoms yeah because in my back of my mind i always thought like i'm gonna think of something Mm -hmm. i always thought that and i didn't know what it was gonna be but i always i I wanted to be a rapper my freshman year (laughs) (laughs) dude we've had conversations about this and like you you might say like i'm not that smart whatever but i always believe that you have one of the greatest gifts you can have and you have vision you have ideas you're a creative and there's not many that. people, there's not many people though that like have that. And you've always had your ideas. You had, I don't know if you want to talk like higher education at all, but I mean, dude, we've been, I mean, how many times in college, just like going on rides, going to the dining hall, just talking ideas, exactly, man, yeah. ideas. Like, I mean, there was a, definitely my, especially sophomore year, I think was when, um, you know, with those guys, we all used to just sit around and literally like, what, like, what, what's the next app? Like apps are, you know people are getting, you know, rich off apps, like, this is crazy, like, let's think of an idea, let's just think, think, like, I thought it was going to be an app, like, and then I started thinking, like, let's think of an app, and, like, couldn't really think of, like, an app, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, you brought up, you know, that, the, the script, I, I wound up writing a script in my senior year, um, that I wanted to do, what I really believed in, I don't want to get into details, because it's delved down the back burner. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to get into yeah, details. Yeah, I won't get into details about that, but I wrote a script, I got really serious about that, um, actually talking about this the other day um with that script you know i, I had people that read that another reference back to alex jai yeah. i have to shout him out because i know um, alex was on the podcast everyone he was one of the first people on he's a sicko yeah one of um, the sickest yeah so uh he helped jumpstart that that pilot episode that uh you know got me going i wrote a 35 page script that uh i genuinely thought i was going to turn into a tv series and I, to this day i still believe uh, i can but uh I thought it was that, and then um, back to your question about um, when did I have that switch, like I said, I always thought I was going to do something different, I just was passing school just to get by, just to get my degree, just to have it, Um, and uh, once I realized that the script, you know, Hollywood, that whole thing, like, it doesn't even matter if you're an actor, whether it's a script, whether it's just, you know, a sound, a guy holding a boom mic, that whole business is so hard to get into, (laughs) I was like, "That's, that's too much, like, I'm not... I'm not the type of guy that's gonna go to move to Hollywood and go bust tables so I can get an internship at, uh, you know, uh, Warner Brothers. Like I'm not gonna go be that guy. So I was like, okay, so that's on the back burner. And then one day, the summer after, it was the summer of '96. Dude, <laughs> it was like it was literally like shout out to Brent Young. Like it was like, it was like the summer of '97. <laughs> shout out to the kid Young. Um, no, man, I, <clears throat> the summer after we graduated, I'll never forget it, um, I conceived the idea of Money Hole when I was in my back. So I had a couple friends over, 
it might have been for like a graduate college graduation party type of thing. Um, I had some friends over, and I had people begging me to play cornhole, like begging me, like, yeah. "Come on, let's play a game of cornhole." Because I had a nice, I have a nice wooden cornhole set, and people were begging me to play, and I'm like, you know. No, I don't want to play. I never liked cornhole. Like, it wasn't just then. Like, I'd played cornhole before, and, like, I never liked it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I never even, like, realized that, like, you know, cornhole, if you really think about it, I mean, you see it, you see it and don't even realize you're seeing it. Like, it's at bars. It's in restaurants. It's in casinos. Like, I was in, I was at Foxwoods. Like, you know, there's eight cornhole boards set up in the arcade. Like, there's, like, the section for that, you know? So, they're all over the place, and you don't even realize it. They're at hotels. They're, you know, they're on the beach. You know, not really. No, but you know, they're really not on the beach. You know, you, go, you don't quite often see a cornhole set on the beach. I don't believe I ever have, to be honest with you. So I retract that statement. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have either. But so the so I'm at a co- my high school. I'm gonna call it my college graduation party, and I got a couple of my buddies begging me to play cornhole. I reluctantly finally I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. I'll play. I'll play a game of cornhole. You're great. All right, I'll play. So I'm playing cornhole, and while I'm playing. Um, I'm starting to like I'm shooting underhand I'm like I can't hit it on the board like I can't even like get it over there <laughs> I'm so bad at it I really like I was like it, I don't know something about those heavy square sacks and I'm just like throwing them and I'm missing underhand I'm like this sucks and I'm like alright let me try it overhand so I start shooting overhand with the heavy square cornhole sacks and I start actually kind of you know plopping it on here and there shooting overhand and as I'm doing it I'm like shooting overhand I'm just thinking to myself like it's like Thinking like back to my high school days, like I love playing beer pong, even in college. I love playing. You should have been drinking beer in high school, man. Yeah, Uh, no, it was water pong in those days. (laughs) No, but no, I just started thinking. You know, I I feel like I'm like shooting like I'm. I always loved playing, you know, water pong, and uh, beer pong, whatever you want to call it, and shoot that overhand shot, and I'm shooting the you know overhand uh, square cornhole bags and. uh, and then after that game, I just started thinking to myself, um, you know, I hate cornhole so much. I really do. I did not want to play. I hate it so much. But yet, people love it. It's all over the place. Why? So then I just, I don't know, I started thinking to myself. Like I, I thought about myself shooting that overhand shot, and then I started thinking about beer pong, and I was like, okay, let's shrink that. You know, what if, I, what if he, you know, turned that, that's that big, heavy, square sack into a little, you know, ping pong, beer pong sized ball. Mm. And then also, another thing was, you know, I was with my buddies. I'm talking with the guy on my left, you know, and I got to scream over to the people who were playing. Oh, hey, like, it's your shot. Like, what's the point? It's like, you know. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm with a bunch of guys that I want to hang out with. And it's like, without having to, like, stretch my voice or, like, you know, talk crap to one another or whatnot. Like, that, this, that, or the other. Um, they're, all, they're all the way across from me. And I'm thinking, like, okay, like, standing across from kind of sucks. Like, what if we were all able to stand on the same side? Like, that'd be cool. And then I was also thinking to myself, another reason why I didn't want to play cornhole was because I had to go in my shed and pull out these big-ass, heavy fucking <laughs> cornhole boards. Dude. Right, right. No, seriously. I was like, 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 go get the cornhole board. I was like, dude, no. Do you want to get the 30-pound cornhole board right, from my shed? Like, I don't want to bring it out. Like, you? Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, get it, dude. Get it. All right, fine. I'll go get it. And I'm dragging these cornhole boards. I'm like, okay, these things are clunky, big. Unless you get the plastic ones, even those, you know, they're still two separate boards. I'm like, these things aren't portable. Like, okay. 
And then, you know, I just kind of started putting these different, like, little pieces together and just, like, started conceiving this idea of just, you know, one board. You know, let what if it was one board and it's basically two sides and they fold together, right? Let's just assume that. And then I also think about back in the day, like, when I was a kid, I went to this arcade and I used to love playing, like, when I used to go to the beach, I went to this arcade and they had that, like, the duck pins, not duck pins, uh... It's like skeet ball, but it's right. like the little it's like the little balls that you roll up the the, the ramp and it, it shoots off the ramp and it, you, the smaller hole you get in the more points you get and it, mm-hmm. like the more holes go out they expand, um, and you would just you would roll it and it go up a ramp it would launch off the ramp and then the smaller hole you get the more points you get. So I thought of that that just popped into my head, and so that's where like that you know the idea of the smaller like the three point holes on each side, you know that's that, and then the bigger holes are worth two points and. I don't know, I just started connecting the dots, and then I, I really don't know where the, the con- like, how I thought of the idea of, like, you know, the, the stem. I I think I was playing Can Jam, and Can Jam, you can slot it and end a game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool concept how in Can Jam, if you slot the can, it's over. Mm-hmm. I believe they they might get a rebuttal, they might not, I'm not sure. But uh, either way, another thing, another thing I started thinking about, I was like, dude, like... People love backyard games. It's a great way, you know, it's not video games, you know, it's not this, that, or the other. It's a great way to get people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, I just connected all these different dots, like the sliding of the can jam. I was like, that'd be cool if there was like one hole to end it, right? So then, I don't know, the extension piece, the, the stem, and then the money hole. The money hole. And then and then it's like the money hole, you know? And like, <laughs> it's like such a, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a, and then like, I, you know, I, I kind of got shit. You know, I still do get shit for, like, money hole. Like, you know, like, oh, like, money hole. Like, breaking my balls about money hole. And I'm like, we're breaking my balls about money hole. Like, there's a game called Cornhole, dude. <laughs> like, what's a right. Cornhole, dude? You know? I, I feel like, in my opinion, Cornhole is, like, Blockbuster and Money Hole is, like, Netflix. I, I love that. <laughs> I actually love that out of I, I hate cornhole too. Cornhole sucks. It sucks. It's not that fun, I don't think. Like people want to play I'm the same way. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to play cornhole? Like the big ass bean bags, you're you're yelling and then you got the phenoms who need to be a hundred yards away. It's and then you're throwing Patrick Mahomes touchdown passes yeah. to even come close to the hole. Yeah. It's it's just like it's it's fun, it's more quick. It's and it's different. I feel like that's the biggest thing because we talk like I mean, you and I talk all the time. There's like, a lot of people that you know, like What's the difference? They're like hating. Oh, it's just cornhole. Like, okay, like whatever. People can think what they want about it. You right. Know? Um, until you play it, I really don't care what your opinion is. If you play it and don't like it, that's your opinion. I play cornhole when I don't like it. You know, like mm-hmm. that doesn't mean cornhole sucks. What do you mean? There's a mil. There's probably. I don't. I would love to know the amount of cornhole boards in circulations in like in the United States. Like, I would love to know how many there are. There's got to be millions. I. I mean, we recently had a. a a meeting with this other company that potentially is thinking about, we're thinking about potentially partnering with. Mm-hmm. And one of the partners, um, we're on a Zoom call. One of the partners, um, he's like, hey, you know, yo, do you got anything to say about this? And the guy's like kind of looking out the window and uh, he's kind of like, as you know, just kind of staring out the window and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, what are you doing, dude? And like, he's like, he's at the Ritz Carlton in like St. Barth's and he's like looking out his window. He's like, I'm sorry, like, I'm just, there's literally eight cornhole boards, like, in, like, in this yard out, like, in, 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 in the play yard at the Ritz-Carlton, like, in St. Barth's. It's like, I don't know, dude, it's just the whole concept of, uh, you know, 
I mean, it, that shows you what's possible with it. That's really what it comes down to. Talk, talk this a little bit too, because I know you're, you're, you're in many ways downplaying what you guys have done, because I'm super impressed with what you guys have done. Every time we talk, I tell you this, but you started off, like, I mean, you went through a crazy process to get patent pending, get the design done. We were, one of the first time we played it together, you had a plywood board in your backyard that yeah. you would cut holes into that, like, yeah. like, this is money hole, like, and you're, like, you're, you're mad excited about it, and it's yeah. like, and I'm, I saw it, but then you guys, you know, you get the design, you get a manufacturer, you've been getting kicked in the balls left and right, like, yeah. trying to figure this out, but you got 500 boards, and they went like that. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just gave a, a speed, speed up version of, like, the story, um, like I said, it started with that whole, so that's how the idea was conceived. And then originally after, um, the idea was conceived, um, once I really started thinking about it and I solidified what the idea was, I was like, this is the idea. Like, this is the idea. One board folds in half, can go in a bag, has the stem, it's portable, hacky sack size balls, like beer pong balls. That's the idea. Now... As we like to say, I'm just a, I'm, a, I'm a, I won't use the the, the regular term used, but I'm just, I'm just I'm an idiot with an idea at this point, you know. Like I'm not an engineer. Yeah. You know, I don't have any idea how I would make this happen, right? I just have an idea. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's all it was. It was an idea. Jack asked. It was with a dream. An idea. Literally, an ass asshole with an idea, you know. <laughs> and I started thinking to myself, okay, so like, who, we I actually reached out to one of my boys. Shout out, you know, Carson Goodale, who gave me the first, you know opportunity to speak with an uh, you know a mechanical engineer about the idea who gave me gave me the time of day i met up with i met up with carson at a at a mexican restaurant in the middle of like i don't know somewhere in connecticut i forget where it was i brought my piece of plywood that i cut <laughs> like holes in like it started off as like literally just a piece of plywood with swiss cheese holes in it right it looked like a piece of swiss cheese yeah and i would prop it up on like on a lululemon like yoga i would roll up the lululemon mat and like prop it up just to give it the angle and, like, I brought that to Carson, that, and, like, I went to uh, uh, Sartorius Sports, which is, like, a sporting goods store, to go buy hacky sacks. Because I was like, okay, like, they're, like, hacky sacks is the closest thing. Hacky sacks are, like, 12 bucks a pop. That's crazy. Man. I was going nuts. Dude. I dropped, like, <laughs> hundreds of bucks on hacky sacks. I was going nuts. Every time I go there, I'd be like, i go get, like, two more hacky sacks. I'd be like, dude, what do you need all these hacky sacks for? <laughs> like, I'm dropping, like, hundreds of bucks on hacky sacks. And that's all I have dude, at the time. And I'm going to Carson because he's a mechanical engineer. And, you know, he kind of, you know, he, he was very reassuring. Like, it was like, you know, gave me reassuring. He's like, I think you have a cool idea. I just, you know, I'm I'm about to be moving. You know, I, he, he had just gotten a new job. He couldn't help me out. So right. Carson couldn't help me. He liked the idea, which was reassuring. But he couldn't do what I needed him to do. Right. So then I go on a hunt. And I find another guy who was an engineer. Um, same type of thing. Has a full-time job. Has, like, a wife. Like, you know, like can't balance. Like I need someone that was like fully committed to this. Like that's really gonna like make the, make this happen. Mm-hmm. So that falls through because he can't give me the time. Same thing. And then one day I start like so. Then I start telling my family about the idea because I was kind of nervous to start telling people about it because I was like people are damn crazy. Like people are just like, you're what the fuck are you talking about? Like you right. Know? One day I didn't even think about asking him because he's a chemical engineer. It's just like not what. Usually, you know, chemical engineer, what, what's a chemical engineer going to do? Don't ask and me, man. I should have said this to start the podcast. Without him, there would be no money all. And he's not here right now, which I wish he was. My partner and cousin, the little brother I never had, um, my, my cousin Chris, um, is a chemical engineer. Literally, savant genius. Like, 
just uh, just good at everything. Never thought of even asking him because he's a chemical engineer. One day we're at the beach, and I bring up the idea like we're you know we're drinking on the beach, we're walking, we're in Watch Hill, Rhode Island, walking over the hill, and I I explain the idea about like you know one board folds in half, has the stem, carrying case, this that and the other, and it kept and, he, and then he starts asking me questions. Like starts I see his interest. It starts peaks his interest. And before I know it, we're getting on phone. He's texting me about it. We start talking about it. He start getting into it. Before I know it, Chris, like I, like I said, I had the piece of plywood cheese before anything. And then out of the blue, Christopher sends me a 3D image of like a board with like legs out of it. And the money hole stem, we have a picture of it. I wish that like you could show it on the thing. Like the money hole stem was like five feet long. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. <laughs> We should post it on our Instagram because it's so funny. It's like our first app. But it was a 3D model. He knew how to use a system called like a CAD system, mm-hmm. which generates 3D models. And he whipped that up. And I, right then and there, I was like, like it's godsend. This, yeah. is, this is my partner. And from then on there, we're 50-50. Um, I had an idea. And he, it's literally like a mother and a father, like, <laughs> giving right. birth it's to an idea. It was, yeah, it's my, he's my partner. And I wish he was here for this to give some insight. Um, but that's what happened. He sent me that 3d model. Um, and then from there, uh, after we saw, after I saw that, I was like, okay, this is going to like, this is real. Like, let's, let's, let's make this fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we still, everyone in my family laughed at me. Like a lot of people in my family laughed at me and Chris like believed in it. Like Chris, mm-hmm. every people, everyone's like money. Hole. Well, I mean, dude, everyone did. Like, yeah. A lot of people like, oh, there's not, there's money. Not... Hole. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a money. Hole. Yeah. Real fucking money. Hole. Everyone's fucking joking around about it and shit. And Chris gives me the real time of day, and then, you know, he fucking sends me that 3D model, and like my, my eyes popped out of my head. I was like, "This is what my idea is right here. This is it." Like he literally gave me the vision, and it's history from there. And then from there we started work, and then we started thinking. Like then we made another prototype. He made a different prototype. You can see it on our page. Um, my dad made a, like a shitty prototype of. Uh, it was the first one with like foldable legs. He used like a handsaw for like this, like the, the holes were all like jagged and shit. Right. If you want to go retrieve a ball, you use fishing net. You're cutting your hand. Yeah, like, you stick it in and come out with like a serrated <laughs> hand. You got to go to the ER to like, you know, like. Um. So that that was like the first real one with like functionality, and uh, shout out to my dad for helping me out with that. Um. But uh, then Chris, at, then Chris came through. It was the second prototype. Comes through. It's the Fourth of July, I believe. It's two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. He creates. He uses uh, uh, those saw, um, th- those uh, built-in saw holes that create perfect holes. Right, right. Um, so he makes this beautiful for the Fourth of July. We go to Dunkwood, Maine, every year. Um, it was the Fourth of July weekend, and he made an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, symmetrical holes. Um, and made an American flag board. He paint, hand-painted it. Absolutely gorgeous. I still have it. I want to get it framed. Um, made that board. I was like, holy shit. We can also customize these boards. Like, the customization is a whole different aspect. I was like, that's when I was like, oh, wow, we can customize these too. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing too. That then was like another light bulb that, that popped off. But he made the first real, like, functional, beautiful, symmetrical prototype with the stem and everything. And then from there, um, we actually reached out to these guys that we might, I'm hoping we potentially are able to make some sort of partnership with. Um, but uh, 
this one guy was mentoring us, and we were like, dude, how did you... Because this other guy, like, thought of a backyard game idea. Mm-hmm. And he was doing his thing. And we were like, wow. Like, he's you know, that's what he does full time. I saw that, and I was like, that's the blueprint of, like, what I want to be doing with my life right now. Mm-hmm. And I uh, saw what he was doing. Uh, reached out to him. And uh, got some guidance from him. Like, dude, like, how do you find a manufacturer? He didn't want to give us his manufacturer. He's like, he doesn't want us... He doesn't want his guy focusing on our... He wants to focus on his product, not ours. So he's like, I use this site to find a manufacturer. Like, I'm not going to give you my guy, but this is what I used to find him. Mm-hmm. Called Alibaba. So, Chris... Once again, shout out Christopher. Dude, literally a text thread as long as the dictionary... Back and forth with China and Alibaba, like just finding the manufacturer, someone that can make this product for us. Um, and after months of back and forth, we finally get a sample, and it's like nothing what we want. Um, that happens, another couple months goes by, then we get a nicer sample, and then we get one more after that, and then it's like, wow, this is like, this is it. And it took months and months after that, um, but we finally got a prototype, a real prototype from overseas. That looked good. That was like for an, at an affordable price where we can make a little money from it. And uh, yeah, th- so then we do that. Once we solidified the prototype, um, yeah, we, we fronted all our own money. Like we put up our own money. We didn't have anyone that, you know, really, you know, uh, my grandparents put up a little money, a little bit initially for my end. It was a pretty decent amount of money up front just to get the 500 boards. We started with 500 boards. This was back, this was last year, 2020. The idea was conceived in 2017. We launched in 2000, the website moneyhole.com went live on, uh, back in April. I believe it was April 25th of 2020. Jeez. Yeah, so after years of like prototyping, talking, you know, back and forth with China, this, that, and the other, finally find the prototype. We think, and like we love the prototype. We've been playing it. It's great. We finally like we got the we got the funds together, and we buy our initial um, you know bulk order for five hundred boards last year. And you had no idea what the hell was going to happen. Either. No, like you had and five hundred boards. These aren't like monopoly boards. These are pretty big boards. Like you fill the garage with them. Especially, like, I pulled up your crib today. You have a you have a, a, a one of those big shipping crates sitting in your driveway right yeah, now. Like a, like a twenty footer. It, it comes in a forty footer. <laughs> we have a 20 footer the 40 footer is like halfway up to the top like it's two levels right ours is my 20 footer is doubled up it's but, all the way to the ceiling but this isn't like just like a small little shipment like you guys got yeah five hundred. it was up. it was the first time i'd ever seen like a quantity of an object that large right in bulk and like, you and you didn't really know like how the, truck, sell the them, right? truck pulled a 40 foot truck pulled up to my house and i was like what the fuck, dude? I was like, I was like, holy shit! Like, I was like, I was not. I was like, wait, that whole thing isn't ours, right? And he's like, nope, it's yours. <laughs> Opens the back. I'm like, holy shit, dude! And our first product was bigger. We cut it down a little bit. We we like size it down just a touch for the mm-hmm. new ones. It makes it lighter, um, a little lighter, a little smaller. Um, the first one was. Dude, it showed up. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, we're not gonna get this in the garage. And we somehow, by the grace of God, like when I say the garage was to like the front of the garage, they have a pretty big garage. It was, it was jammed. It, there wasn't a single inch left. Let, let alone that, it's like you, you got them, and like you had five hundred boards. So you just fronted all this money 
that you put everything into this. Yeah. You invested to get them all. You didn't really know like how they're going to sell. No. And, you, and you guys literally just murked Facebook ads and and yeah. So we we didn't like I was expecting. You know, there's definitely a couple of friends out there. I think you guys know who you are that you know didn't buy a board. You know, and I don't blame you. I copped the first. Yeah, no. I got, shout I got out, the first. No, shout out John. I, 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 I signed his money. He made me sign his money old stem, which is actually mad funny. Um, but that meant the world. Anyone that bought a, a, like an original flagship product board, anyone that I knew, family, friend, colleague, anything, like meant the world to me. It was a lot. It, meant, it was awesome. Like it was just cool. And I thought that I was going to get way more from like friends and family. I was like, oh. yeah. I was like, the only ones that we're going to sell is like the friends and family, you know? And I was like, how the fuck are we going to sell these to anyone else? We got connected with this guy on Facebook. Um, we got connected to this guy on Facebook. I forget who exactly connected us with this guy who runs ads on Facebook. Um, and I've never, you know, I never done this before. I didn't know what Facebook ads were. You know, like they pop up, and I realized, oh, this is, you know, Facebook ads. Like, oh, you're scrolling through your Instagram, you see all your friends. This ad. every other scroll is a product. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it is. Instagram, Facebook. So we hired this guy um, to run ads for us, and like I didn't think much of it. I was like, you know, I might have a lot of friends and family that buy these initial boards, you know, and that didn't happen at mm-hmm. all. Maybe had about between me and my cousin, my partner, like. Probably sold about, if, between this, 20 boards. Mm-hmm. Literally. And I was like, fuck. And you got 480 sitting in your yeah, garage. Yeah, 500, right? And not to mention, when we first got the boards, I was so eager to like take one, open it up, make sure it's clean, you know, make sure it sets up right, make sure it has everything. The, like, you know, I just, I go ahead and I set it up. The first one, we open it up, and uh, it was a clean order, and I was so excited. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, this is this is it, man, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a deal with UPS where they come, you know, they, we, we give them a shout and they come by with a truck and they come pick it up from my driveway, however many orders we have. Um, so that first order we opened up, it was clean. We were playing in my front yard. It was cool. I was like, let's go, dude. Like, I'm excited. This is this is what we need. This is dope. This is what I was envisioning. And then uh, also a huge um, difference too, like other than the size and the weight of the first board, the legs pulled in and out of the back. Like you had to pull them out and put them in. Right, and put them in that sack in the front. Yeah, which is like a huge inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people were like, damn, it sucks you have to take them out every time. You got to do it, put it away. Like people like, oh, I want to play, but like I don't want to take it out. You know, I don't want to do that. My original idea was always that the legs were attached, but we just didn't have the money to pay for that at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So we weren't able to make that happen for the first one. So the legs had to be pulled in and out. Um... So we had that for the first one. So it's a clean order. And then all of a sudden we're running ads. And like it's day one. So the guy starts running ads. And then you start using what's called ad spend. Mm-hmm. You know, And the more money you spend a day, the more the wider audience you're able to reach mm-hmm. with your ad. So um, shout out Fredo, Mar, my boy, Fred. Um, check him out. Fred the director, Instagram, absolute genius. We created a commercial, like he created our first trailer. Um, Chris's girlfriend has this sick house on Candlewood Lake. We made this awesome uh, trailer. We, we paid him to come make a video. She was having a graduation party. It was like a perfect setting. Like there was like 25, 30 people there. Mm-hmm. And we were busting out the new board. <laughs> like it was sick. Like it was, it was just perfect timing. And uh, we hired this guy, Fred, once again. Not only a video, like a, a genius behind the camera, a genius on the microphone as well. He's a great artist uh we use his music in our videos all the time 
He's gonna be. I'm telling you, he's gonna be famous soon. But um, he did our first video, and I saw that trailer, and I was like, "This is literally my vision. Like, this is coming to life right now." After he filmed that, it was a combination of that, a combination of some shots in Rhode Island, and then some shots. We went down to flew to Miami. We hired some models to like be in a video, um, just to get some different footage, you know. And it's like we can only have the same people in the same video so many times, you know. So we had to find like an agency to pick up some. So we we hired like two guys and two girls to like come be in a video, um, so we did that and he combined all the videos into one and we made a trailer and I saw that trailer and I was like wow this is really happening, um, and then we started using the Facebook guy and he starts running ads and then I forget how I think we got like two orders to, for two random orders like out of the blue like for day one like if you're popping up it's like oh we got an order from like Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Like it pops up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because we have this note, we get like a notification, and we have this like on Shopify, you get a notification. I just, I just like you get a notification every time we get an order, like, and you see where like we actually just got, I just got an order, and like it pops up, and it's like, you know, it's Oklahoma, and then you know, we, the second one we got that day was like Arizona, and I'm like, "What? Whoa!" The next day, like we get like three orders. Next day we get like three orders again. We're like averaging like two and three random. These are just random people who are just seeing our little quick 15-second ad. And uh, once those states started popping up, I was like, what? You know, after a month, like, they start adding up. And then and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, it's like a couple of days goes by. More People are commenting on, like, the ad, liking it. We're starting to get likes, more views. Um, we're starting to th- see three ads a day or three orders a day. Then we're seeing four orders a day, seeing five orders a day. And, like, we, like, start averaging, like, five orders a day for, like, the first month, like, between five and, like, then we start seeing eight. And then, like, this is during the, so we started in April. Then, like, in the, the hot, like, the summer months, all of a sudden, we start seeing, like, double-digit days. Like, we see a ten, we see a ten-order day. In part. A ten-piece. Our, uh, like, my, like, we got my head, op- the top of my head opens up. I got steam coming. I'm like, what the, f-? like, mind-blown. Mm-hmm. Like, double-digit days. Like, our Facebook guy was like, you'll be lucky if you get one random order in the first month. Like, that's what you're saying to us. Like, that's how you don't know. Like, you're lucky if you get a couple orders in a month. Like, right. Alpha cold launch. Mm-hmm. No one knows what money hole is, dude. Right. It's coming out of the blue, dude. Like, what the fuck is money hole? Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, dude. That, that's how it, it started like that. And then we, dude, before we know it, you know, two months goes by. The garage is empty. Dude, we're, the garage is like empty. We get to like 350 boards sold in like two months. And like, but then all of a sudden, like a nightmare starts happening. Like, like it's literally, it goes from like, literally like I'm on top. I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm about to quit my job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm about to quit my nine. Hopefully no one from the, uh, by the way, the I, work, I work for a brokerage firm, which I, <laughs> you know, I work for, a bro- I service brokerage accounts. I'm a communications major. I'm extraordinarily lucky to have my job. You know, I work for a great company and I'm blessed to have the job, especially during like the pandemic. But, um, you know, I'm a communication major. I work for a brokerage dealer and, uh. I thought I was going to be able to quit like after this launch, this initial launch. I was like, this is it. And then all of a sudden I started getting emails of people sending me pictures of like the hinge on the board completely ripped off the fucking thing. I'm like, what the fuck? One person sends it. Another person sending me a, a leg snapped completely off. These, these start happening. Like 350 boards are sold. We start getting these emails of people, mm-hmm. you know, weekend their boards. Then we're getting people with the front of the, the, the whole Sticker on the front of it's ripping off. The whole <clears throat> board is all. Like I'm getting these emails, like, <clears throat> you know, twenty, 
you know, up to 30 emails of people with busted boards. It was like, dude, we need to stop. Like, we need to fix this for these people. Mm-hmm. So we put the rest of those boards on reserve. I think we sold about 350 in those first couple months. We would have sold out if we didn't run into this. But then all of a sudden, we started getting people with these malfunctioning products. And it, every time I saw it, like, the broken hand, it was like a broken heart to me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It was like catching a flat. You're in a Lamborghini and you catch a flat. Right. You know? <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like, you know, pull a Lambo off the lot and catch a, catch a quadruple flat. Right over, right over right a, over a one nail. Of those, right, right over one of those police traps. That, like, the, yeah, the spike strip. From Need for Speed, yeah. Like <laughs> the spike strip, dude. That's what it felt like. And, and on top of that, like, catch a spike strip and then, like, get out and, like, literally, like, you know, stub your toe and then fall down and break your knee. I felt, it was horrible, dude. It was, it broke my heart. I was really defeated. It was a really defeating feeling, dude. It was really, me, me and my cousin, like, we were looking at each other like, is this really happening? Because we had boards, like the samples, nothing ever did this to us. You know, we we had a feeling that it was happening. It happened for a few reasons. Um, our original board was made out of what's called MDF, mm-hmm. which is a medium density fiber. So it's sort of like a part, it's called a particle board. Um, and the screws were very small. They barely went through. And the hinges were coming off. And um, the sticker on the front was like a, not a UV sticker. It was like some sort of other type of adhesive. That was happening to us a lot. And then, uh, so anyway, we're furious about this, dude. Because mm-hmm. then we start, this is the biggest, these are the worst, you know, six, seven, eight months of my life where I'm going into my garage and pulling out boards and opening up packages and literally going to Home Depot and like trying to like take the, these new boards, drill holes through them, put new screws in that go all the way through, like, then repackage them. It was a nightmare, dude. It really was a living nightmare. It's mm-hmm. crazy. We did like over, over a hundred pairs to like new boards, mm-hmm. and those still sucked. They were still like that old, that that original product. And then uh, we actually hired a, a woman who speaks Mandarin to like speak to our manufacturers. We got on a, like a call, <laughs> a call like yeah. r- ripping Mandarin to this guy. I was like, found a great great woman who speaks Mandarin that was able to like really negotiate with this. T- t- like the don't fuck us. Yeah, like you know, like these guys are like kind of taking advantage of us. Yeah, you know, because they don't give a shit once they ship it off to you. They yeah. already got their money. You know. Yeah. I'm not gonna go fly to Shanghai and like sue them. Kick a door down, yeah, dude. You know. And not to mention, it's like COVID. COVID starts kicking in. Right. But uh, yeah, man, that that happened, and then but anyway, God send we find this woman. Shout out Maggie, who's basically rips our manufacturer a new one (laughs) and we address every single issue that happened with that first board Mm -hmm. everything from the sticker on the front which is a new print that doesn't peel in the rain not saying it's waterproof but it's weather resistant um we were able to get the legs in the back that fold in and out you don't have to pull them in and out it's way more you set it up in two seconds Mm -hmm. Um, we cut it down about an inch and a half two inches and it's just it's made out of solid wood it's not made out of mdf anymore it's made out of solid wood it's lighter. We literally addressed every single issue we had. And you, you had to go through months of waiting. So then we stopped advertising for like eight months. Yeah. We just started advertising again. How how did that feel going from boards just flying from Facebook was, ads it, and like thinking you're about to quit your job and then all of a sudden you got to go and, and start screwing Home Depot screws into the board to sell the rest of what you have and redesign the whole thing knowing you have a product 
yeah. that is is doing numbers like this, and and you have to go and put the cyber cuffs back on. It sucked. Yeah. I mean, it's going from like it felt like what was the highest of highs to like to lowest lows in terms of being an entrepreneur in terms of my first real venture. Right. Like people, like even my family's like, wow. Like people, people that doubted were like, wow. You know, close people that doubted started mm-hmm. like you know. Recognize. Started giving me some respect for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Started giving me some respect. People that like I was yearning for their respect at first, but, like you know, you can't really care. No matter what it is, dude, whether it's money hole, whether it's a clothing brand, whether it's uh, the person that invents at silly bands, like whatever the fuck it is, like if you if you let people hate on your idea and like you let that absorb into you too much, you, you just won't do anything. So it's like, um, you got to just. It was do cool. It, like it was cool to start getting validation. Mm-hmm. But then this shit started happening, so I was like, people were like, oh, so it sucks. Like, you know, like, so it's like, fuck. You know, yeah. it was bad. It was, it was a nightmare, dude. It was no other, it was, there was no other adjective I could use to describe it other than saying it was an absolute nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. horrible. It was terrible. Eight months. And so you guys just recently. Yeah, so then about, we waited, like, so, then, so then ago, we prototyped right? again. Then we had to wait for a new prototype with the, with the foldable legs. Mm-hmm. Had to go through that process again, dude. And you order from these guys, you know. A prototype isn't cheap to just like buy from like these guys and have them ship it over. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. And like I would like I, like I said, I wish Chris was here to like explain the back end of it in terms of like. Not to mention, it's not just the manufacturer. Then we have to deal with the freight. The freight's a separate separate beast. But like mm-hmm. getting it over in the freight. Right. The freight company like, is a separate company than the manufacturing company. So it's like. So we waited on that new model. And we finally got the model. And then, and then we got that model. We got the new one. We were like, after grinding and like making customers happy, that our original customers who we still want to make it right. Anyone that's listening to this that's an original customer, you know, email us at info at moneyoldtold.com. Let us know. We'll send you out a free new board. We've done that. Um, you know, anyone that's messaged us like with a, like an all board that's all fucked up, like we send out a new board to them. Like I, I truly stand by the fact that we're a high quality product. I've always wanted like i went into this being like this is going to be a premium product yeah and the fact that we were getting that it, it really hurt me because i was like this is not what i stand by this is not what this company stands by right um so i respect that because i'm the same way with all, everything i do like when i did my last hustle prevails order i had a lint roller out like lint rolling these hoodies because like sure. I, there was like like little pieces of lint on them and my mom's like you're fucking crazy yeah so people won't even notice that and i'm like but so a lot I had to do with it though, like that first part board sucked, but to be honest with you, like I said, we had a clean board, and if you take really good care of it, 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 it would work for you. Like it would, it still would have worked. You know, who's taking care? of Everyone's yeah, slugging yeah, white you know, claws are, or on yeah, the beach. People are, yeah, people are drunk and you know doing that. And this right. and the other. But like, let me say, son, if you didn't leave it out in the rain, and you just didn't get one that was broken, the problem was was these guys at UPS were just manhandling these packages. Right. You know. And when they threw them, like they're Brock it was already like not that good of hinge. Like the the screws weren't that great, mm-hmm. and they were dislodging. And like it was just it was just that the product wasn't strong enough for it. What happens do you think on these fucking mailing routes? I mean, I, I got a guy that just you know sends a picture of his like even our new boards. Like people are sending pictures of like the package that comes. With. These packages looks like they go through war. It's like the rock, the people's um, elbow. They're, they're like, in they're... my they're in they're in my container right now. They look beautiful. Right. And, like, they literally look like they go through battle. Luckily, we're double boxed, and, like, we address, like, so we have extra padding now. We told the guy, we want styrofoam in it this time. Right. We want this. We want... You need it. It's, yeah. it's a must. So, we, like, we demanded so much shit, like, from this guy. Yeah. Like, we, 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 I mean, I heard hours of Mandarin being spoken. Yeah. 
Because Did you understand a single word? No, man. I, I feel like they talk and it's like, you think they're saying a bunch of different words and it's like two words. It sounds like a whole, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it was hieroglyphs, but um, <laughs> it's crazy. No, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy. No, we had, we're very lucky that we had Maggie negotiate um, with our guy and uh, we're very proud of our new product. I'm, you I'm, should be, man. It's beautiful. And, and to like, I mean, you don't have to say specific Oh, numbers, even better. So. Let me just build yeah, up yeah. that though. The new orders that are coming in, like I have old customers that got the new board. Like I, I'd almost want to read it. I'd, I'd love to shout out his name. Like it, like I almost cried a tear of joy. Like he, he messaged me. He's like, just got the new board. Like your new product is so much better than your old one. Thank you so much for sending this to me. Yeah. Like, and that meant so much to me. And like that, that's like, I was like, this, this is what you should have had in the first place. But dude, it's it's growing pains, man. You know, it was my initial launch. Like it's you know, it is what it is. It but was- but that's the problem in business entrepreneurship is that what you like did, you went through like you shipped out boards and you, and you face that risk of them falling apart and hinges happen. Like people won't even start a business because they're so scared of that happening. And the only way to like actually get to the point where now you have a a good board that you feel good about giving people yeah. is because you were willing to launch that first prototype board. Sure. And it's like you're never gonna actually get better and have a product that you feel good about bringing to people. Unless you just fucking take action, like you got, like you start, dude. We were here, and I mean, you, I, I must have been one of the first people you talked to Money Hole about back in the day, because sure. we've been talking about this for years. But I remember playing on a, that, that that plywood board you're talking about. That's a real thing, like that Swiss cheese board. Yeah, we're playing on that shit. Like nothing is. You don't have the board you have today if you never had taken that piece of plywood and fucking. I don't even know how you cut those holes in it, man. Like, would My, you it was, steak knife? I don't. Literally, it was like a. It was literally like a little like a jigsaw knife, like something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. And the thing is, it's but like, it's messy action. That's really what it is. It's like there's you wouldn't ever, and, and your product's only gonna get better and better. Yeah, exactly. Over I mean, time. We're, we're very, we're very, very pleased. Like we even, like our manufacturer. Like the thing is, this this woman that translated for us, like. She, when I say that she ripped him and like we were we were disgusted in him. We were like we're not going to do business with you anymore. Yeah, with what you did to us. Like we're disgusted with you. Like we want we want to be reimbursed. Like you owe us money. Like you you know like this is this is bullshit. Yeah. Like you literally set us up for a disaster, especially when they were flying. Like they were flying. Our numbers originally like our Facebook guy was his eyes were peeled to the back of his head. Like yeah, couldn't believe it. It was like killing a golden goose. Like we were we should have continued. We missed out on the whole holiday season, our first season. Like, we had to stop advertising, like, at the end of, like, like before August. Like, mm-hmm. we had the whole summer month to finish out. We had Christmas coming up. This is a great new holiday. Anyone that wants a new holiday gift, you know, surprise someone. Big present under the tree. Money. Right, you know? right. Like, Give them a money hole. Missed the whole holiday season, you know, this past year. We're not missing it this year. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, Missed that whole holiday season. And I, dude, I, there was definitely part of me like fixing, you know, on my 50th board that I was ripping out of a box, you know, pulling it out, drilling the holes, drilling eight holes, putting in screws, drilling them back, folding it up. We were bubble wrapping the money hole stems, putting new hinges on the money hole stems. It was out of control, dude. It was, yeah. it, was it was a nightmare, dude. It was a nightmare. It was like, I hate even, I don't even want to talk about it to be honest. <laughs> but like, I really felt, there was definitely times where I felt like quitting. No, I really did. I was like, this is crazy. Like, it's not even worth it. Yeah. You know? And we're still not there. Like, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even know if I wanted to come on and do this with you because I was like... Nah, you've been busting my balls for months now, man. Yeah. Like, Yo, what am I going to get on the unconventional education show, I love the show. I love the show. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got a story, I told told John, I was like, I don't know if I'm... You know, I'm not not Mark Zuckerberg. But it's... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, you don't have to close, uh, disclose exact numbers, but you, I mean, you guys have sold like over six figures of this board. This is, um, I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't want to get into numbers. Like I said, I don't even want to get into numbers because I don't want to give false numbers. Like, like I said, my partner's he's the he's the logistics guy. He's yeah, the engineer. yeah, of course. He's the he's the, you know, he's the he's the um, he's, he's the guy that. It's almost like I told him what to paint, and he painted it. He painted a Mona Lisa with it. Like this, new <laughs> this new one is out of control. Like I'm, I really am so thrilled with this new board. I really am. Especially, we've been getting a bunch of good reviews. We had a guy, even this new board, we've had a couple people like, oh, uh, I have a little crack in my leg. And that's still just like shipping. Like people getting it thrown. Like there's a slight crack. It's not like the leg. Mm-hmm. It's like a... We've had about three or four very minimal out of what we've shipped. Like people like just it's gonna happen. Out of, of course, if we sell a hundred boards, someone's gonna have something wrong, dude. It, no matter what, exactly. Like, Even if I sell a shirt, or you sell a shirt. Like I don't know, there's a potential like that. There's, there's a missing letter or something. You know, it's just like it's just it's just like be you know, freaking Nike, man. Exactly. People so, are getting products that are fucked up. Like it's just it's so hard. all the damage we've had with these new boards have been very minimal. Mm-hmm. And uh, one person that had it. Not to mention the guy sent us a bunch of extra parts so we can send out things to people. A new leg, you know, sent us hundreds of balls. We can send you, you're missing a ball, we're sending you a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever the case may be. We've only, we've had extremely, we've already sold like, so, like I said, we took about eight months off. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just turned our ad back on this past March. Literally mm-hmm. 2021, March 2021. March 1st, we turned our ad back on. Um and yeah, man. The, the, I mean, we flipped the switch and they're selling again. And we're, I'm, I'm extremely grateful. I'm, I'm, I really do feel blessed about it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm humble about it. Like I really, like I'm just so very thankful for any, anyone that's bought a board. And it makes me happy when people actually get to play because I know that if you, you deserve a good board. You know, like I said, we're selling a premium product at a premium price. Like mm-hmm. it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping down the future we can make a plastic board, mm-hmm. a, a premium plastic board that's you know at a cheaper rate. But, you know, we're selling a premium product here. Yeah. Um, solid wood this time around. It's, it's the real deal, dude. And people, this one guy had a little chip in his leg. We sent him a new leg. He didn't even need one. It was just a chip. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy with the broken, uh, the, the chipped leg goes, oh, dude, I'm going to get another one for my lake house. I got someone with like a, you know, out, you know, it's just another reassurance to me. I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy right now with it, man. I'm just uh, looking to keep on building. I mean, it was cool. It was cool to like have this conversation because what, what are we right now? What's the date? April 16th, 2021. A little over a month since we started advertising. Again. Oh, bro, like, not even that. Like, just, you're in the infancy stage. We've been talking about this since 2017. You yeah. guys are finally have a product rolled out. Yeah. We've seen the the market response just to see, like, where this goes. Like, it's cool to just have this documented, it this is conversation. Cool. I'm and, like, very happy to be, like I said, yeah. I'm very happy that you did this. I was skeptical to come on because, like, I don't want to come on here and act like I'm some hot chat, dude. Like, I'm really... But just... you know you know what's funny is that there's so many people out there right now who are entrepreneurs and, like, talking a big game but haven't actually fucking done anything. You've done more than most people have. Like, you've taken a idea, you made a product, and everyone's, like... That response to Facebook ads alone is insane. It's like, crazy. people don't get that. People don't get that. Like, like, your guy said, he's like, you'll be lucky to sell a couple in the first month. We're literally, like, in 47 states. It's crazy. Yeah. We're in 47 states. You, Minus, you... like, Oregon... Alaska and Hawaii. What the fuck are they waiting for? No, Hawaii Oregon, wants dude. it. We don't ship to Hawaii because it's like seventy bucks to ship it over there. It's, it's like something ludicrous. What about Oregon? They have no excuse, man. You know, we might be in forty eight. I know we're not in Alaska. I, I, like I said, I wish I, Chris had his laptop here. I mean, he has everything. He's he's literally like. If you, if you guys are listening, you're in Oregon, and you buy a money hole board, we'll send you uh, a free THP hoodie with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I'm just, you know, just, just like even saying that, like I get chills. I'm like, that's crazy. No, the fact man. there's someone in Arkansas like playing right now, it's, it's wild to me. Like it's really crazy to me. And it's it's like what you're what you sell to. We always talk about like you're not you're not selling a board. You're selling like this. The backyard board game industry is like an escape for people. It's like uh, they're entering a dimension of like forgetting about all the stresses of life. They're nine to five, the bullshit. Like they're, it's pure bliss and happiness when people are were sure. throwing up a hacky sack at the well, money hole. Well, if you go on our Instagram page, like all the videos I post, like what I love most about our product is uh, the fact that it, it brings people together. It's, yeah. a, it's a really great way, especially when you're with the boys. There's been a couple of times we've had a reunion or like, it's like a little tournament, two on two. You can play two on two, you know, and it's like you team up. It's a little competition. You're standing next to each other. I mean, you can wear the pouch if you want. If you want to have a hands free, hold the, you know, hold hold a drink, you know. Put a, put a claw in the yeah, hand. Yeah, you don't got a pouch when you're playing cornhole. You know, you're just like you know. It's just uh, it's fuck, a great. It's fuck a, cornhole, it's, man. Can we just like? <laughs> I told you, my philosophy is that cornhole is just corny. Batch money hole. Money. Batch hole. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Listen, dude. I I think that overall. Uh, all of our games of Money Hole, I've won. Like if you, if we went one for one, like I, I'm pretty sure I'm in, I'm in the lead right now. But I do remember last summer coming here and losing to you, and you fully clothed it a head first dolphin dive into the pool after <laughs> after you closed out the, the no, it gets heated out there, dude. Like it it was like a, I was ready to like punch Max in the nose because no, I was but like pissed. I love that. I hate losing. I love that about it. And, and I, you win and fully clothed dolphin dive. Yeah. Into the, I was ready to drown you. That hurts. You, you know bring that up. That hurts. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I, another great thing is I'm, I'm a very observant person. I definitely observe things and like, you know, if I'm in a, with a group of people, I'm observing people and, you know, I'm seeing their, you know, the way they're acting or their body language or this, that, and the other. And like, I mean, countless times, you know, when I bust out the boards, I won't even ask someone's opinion after like, did you like it? I'll just sit back and I'll just, I'm just going to watch. Like, you know how many times you I've just sat back and just watched people play the game mm-hmm. and I just, I see it. And like, that's the only, that's the only validation I ever needed. Like, yeah. I don't need anyone to tell me that. Like, there's definitely... Dude, you can think that Money Hole sucks. Like, that's cool. You know? I think Cornell sucks. I brought said that. It was like, people might think Can Jam sucks. Like, you know, Can, Can Jam's doing what it's doing. Like, you know, all these other backyard games. But, like, every time I've sat back and observed people playing the game, I see people getting competitive. I see people wanting to hit that three-hole, wanting to hit that two-hole. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a very strategic game as well. It gets... You know, it gets intricate. You got to start. You know, you're you got 18 points. You know, you want to hit a certain amount. You know, to to you know get to 21. If you go over, you have to go back. It's you know, it's it's cool, man. It's heated, man. I'm I'm very dude. I'm just I'm just excited. I'm just I just I just want to. I'm very excited. I'm just happy to be out of the hole that we were in. It was really a very like sad, depressing like dark one yeah dude it was really like one of those moments like dude I want to quit like I don't want to do this anymore it's mm-hmm. not even worth it dude you know this is bullshit it's wild poor me like this sucks you know like yeah 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 I mean everyone I think I wanted to crawl in the corner dude you know and just, just stick ball, your head just in ball the up sand. and cry dude when I, every time I saw a sand. picture of a broken hinge I wanted to ball up and cry dude yeah you I, know don't blame me man well we're on an hour, man. I can't an even, hour? We're an hour. So, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? That th- there's, I mean, there's one question that I ask everyone who comes on the show okay. that needs to be asked. All right. The question is, the show's the Unconventional Education Show. Okay. You know, my book, Beyond the Classroom. Yeah, which I read. Familiar which I read. You did is, read. I read it in about three days, maybe two days. Because no, we set a deadline. Yeah, he did. I, I gave him a, 
I bought the book. Uh, I mean, I'm not a reader. Like, I, I can read. I'm a good reader when I want to read, but I don't read for leisure. Right. And uh, I made it, after I did it, John made me promise to read it. I'm out, like, there's another thing, too. Like, anyone like that, my friends, like, haven't bought a board. Like, I get it's a little expensive on the expensive side, but, like, I don't care if you're selling, like, if I had a friend that was selling... Crack? I mean, that's not... I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, I guess if I had a kingpin friend, I probably would buy from him just once, <laughs> you know? But, I mean, I really don't care what you're selling. Anyone that goes out of their way to, like, do something out of the box and you actually, it's available online, I'll buy it. You gotta. Unless it's, unless it's a house, dude. Unless, I got a lot of buddies in real estate, you know? Like, yeah, chill, yeah. yeah. That's you know, other than that, story. you know, maybe I will, like, eventually, you know, but... So, I mean, you know, you know all of like the books about like a lot of my message. What do you think is the most important lesson you've learned that came from outside of traditional school that's helped you become successful, especially with Money Hole? And I know you think that you haven't done as much as you have with Money Hole yet, but what you've done is pretty fucking crazy. Um, what, what was the question again? It's what the, I... the most important lesson you've learned outside of traditional school Okay. to help you succeed, if you had to pick one. I mean, it's definitely... Um perseverance dude it's it's the uh it's that well it starts with perseverance of just like not giving up on thinking of something whatever it is Mm -hmm. you know like i said i was a communications major like i don't you know i I didn't know what i wanted to do i I, and i knew i wanted to like make money in an unconventional way that's Mm -hmm. what i say like i wanted to make money in a way where i don't have to ask if i have to go to the bathroom or if i have to go on lunch break or if i have to take vacation time Mm -hmm. i wanted to make money one way or the other that would give me my enough financial freedom. I don't need to be Bill Gates, dude. I just want to have enough money to where, like, I, if I want to go to like Miami tomorrow, I can go to Miami. You got to get the green. Yeah. So, see but, the blue. So the it's, I think it's my I guess it would be perseverance because it's perseverance in the sense of like not giving up on trying to think of something in the first place. And then once you find something that you think is good and you really like it and it's something that you really think it's you really believe in it, like you start thinking. Once you've been really thinking, you're going to get frustrated. Like, if you can't think of something, it's frustrating when you can't fucking think. And it doesn't stop a money hole with me. Like, I'm going to start... Like, once money hole gets off the ground to where I want it to be, like, it's on and then I want to think of something else. You know, I don't know what's going to be, but it's frustrating. Like, the brainstorming process is frustrating. People get stuck there. People don't want to keep going. People want to just, like, quit. Dude, people just don't want to, you know, whatever it is. Like, I want to quit, like, going to the gym. Like, you know, it's, it's you know, whatever it is, you know, it's easy to just stop and, like, say fuck it you know Mm -hmm. so first off it's the perseverance of thinking of something whatever that is and then once you have it once you have that true belief materializing that belief and and taking that next step and getting it going you know whatever that is whatever that step is for whatever it is you think of whether it's a clothing brand whether it's a backyard game company whatever it is um, whether it's a film whether it's a a script whether it's a song whether it's a beat that you make on uh, Fruity Loops I don't know what you know whatever it is um, that next step of just coming up with some sort of material, like actually materializing it. And then from there, you know, like I said, I materialized money hole. I had that, pro- I went from a prototype and then I actually went and got 500 of them like a, ready to go. Like people are getting orders and then a disaster happens, dude. And I really wanted to quit. Like I'm giving, like, you know, I'm saying this advice, but like, I really came close to quitting. I really came close to like shutting down shop. Like I, like I can't do this. Like this is, this is just wasn't meant to be. I guess, you know, is uh, my guy, Mike, this guy, Mike, that I follow, uh, he's a musician, yeah, he does a podcast himself that I listen to, mm-hmm. his uh, slogan is just keep going, mm-hmm. no matter what the case is, just keep going. 
You got to You got to keep going, dude, whatever the case is. Cuz so. at the end of the day, man, you got to get the green to see the blue. Perseverance and resilience are there's like synonyms, but like perseverance and resilience are the I mean, my mom and my dad that's one of the they've always told me that growing up and it's the true whatever the case is. It's a fact. Whether man. you want to med school, you know, what whatever it is, dude, whatever you want to do. It's perseverance and resilience. You're going to want to quit. Mhm. Whatever it is, dude, once it starts getting hard, especially when shit starts going wrong. You can tell the true character of a man by how he acts when shit hits the fan. Yeah, and, I love and, that. And, and shit is just dripping from the ceiling. I, I had a someone literally, there was a windmill above my head, and someone, there was literally, it was like being below a porta potty at Comcast. Someone theater. just took a porta potty and, and dumped it right yeah, at the it windmill. Boom. And it was just like. It wasn't even a windmill. It was like Niagara Falls right on my face. Shit it was blast. Bad, dude. It was shit really blast. Bad. It was really bad, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was horrible. You made it through. You, I mean, you're in the beginning still, and there's so much to come. Where can uh, where can people go? Check out Money Hole. Grab a board. Get on the movement, man. Probably the biggest accomplishment. More than I wouldn't say no. Seeing those 500 boards the first time was something special for sure. My sister's boyfriend's like a hardo um, financial guy, but uh-huh. he's a creative. Shout uh-huh. out, Paul. I know you're, if you're listening to this, big Paul. He's gonna listen to this. I know he will. You so better listen. I'll get a kick out of this. He's a big finance guy. He's got a really good job. He lives in Manhattan. Ah, you would think that someone took a jackknife and cut out his eyelids, his fucking eyelids, shot to the back of his head when he saw this truck pull up and saw these. And he was the first one to say, like, i never seen anything like that in my life. That's awesome. And uh, so that was the biggest accomplishment. But um, my second, I, I keep saying my, it's our, don't forget, like, I, my partner, this is, wouldn't be possible without Chris, my partner. Um acquiring moneyhole.com. It's not moneyhole game. It's not moneyhole.net. Not money. It's like the moneyhole game. Any variant, it's www.moneyhole.com <laughs> that we bought for $2,500 off some guy that bought it 15 years ago. He owned the domain. It was just waiting to get it. He his wanted nut. 45. We talked him down to 25. And we own moneyhole.com. And you can go to there right now and go buy a board. Moneyhole.com. I love telling people. Moneyhole.com. I was like, what's, what is money? Go to moneyhole.com. There's everything. We'll explain how to set it up. You can. Moneyhole.com. Yeah. And money. you got to follow the Instagram page too. That one you got a little yeah, more. You know, you we're, we're working on, on it. One. We're working on it. Right now it's money underscore hole. At money underscore hole for Instagram. Which I'm pretty disappointed You're about. You're pissed. There's this random kid that, oh, if you type in moneyhole, this, this kid hasn't posted in like 10 years and I DM'd him a hundred times. He is just, he's just inactive. He's gone. I, I really been trying to work with that Facebook guy to see how we can do to acquire it. Cause I want it. Yeah. I'm dying for it. There's a difference. Like that underscore makes it. Oh different. yeah. It, it hurts. The underscore was the best we could do. It you know, hurts. Money underscore hole. That's we're at money underscore hole. Unfortunately on Instagram. Um, it's the best we could do. At least it kind of looks like a hole in between. It just spaces it out. But, uh, yeah, it's moneyhole.com. That's the one. That was the kicker. That's what really matters. And that's what we we're on. So, Hell if, you yeah. ever, if you're ever, if you're listening to this and um, you listen this long, I mean, God help you. I can't believe you listen to <laughs> like this long. Listen, dude, from uh, Towers Dining Hall to slinging moneyhole boards all over the world, man. Who would have thought, dude? And also shout out to the people who believed early. Like, uh, I, I have a couple buddies. Like I said, you're an entrepreneur. You've been doing your thing for years. I mean, you've like it's like a given with you. You've always. You're someone that I always have been able to like reach out to for entrepreneurial advice, that type of thing. You know, shout out um, my guy Anthony Lugo. I have to shout him out because uh, he was one of the early guys too. 
you know, you go on my Instagram page, you go to the very last, one of the very first videos. He's playing, he's playing on the Swiss cheese board that I was talking about. <laughs> I swear to God, go on, go on the Instagram, you'll see the Swiss cheese board I'm talking about. It's a, it's a fact. 2017, uh, that Swiss cheese board, bro. You'll see, I like how our first post show exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not capping right now, so. Yeah, it's cool to have there. Yeah, man. Well, man, we got a uh, bottle of Don Julio to finish here, and we got to let these people go, man. This, yeah. is, this is probably one of the longest episodes we've recorded so far, but it's worth it. And, um, man, just excited to see where all this goes, bro. Um, it's been cool to again, like it... see over the past four years, and like and now I feel like this is like, it's all been prep, 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 and now it's just foot on the gas. Yeah, dude. I'm uh, Like I said, I'm humbled that you asked me to even be on this, and... Uh... Like I said, I didn't even feel like I was qualified because I'm not there yet. I'm still working. I got to wake up. Oh, not so much. Hey, thank God it's Friday, huh? No. Uh, Monday morning, I'm, you know, I got to clock in at 9. But uh, not for hopefully, long. hopefully not for long, you know. But shout out, John. Thank you so much for having me, man. And uh, shout out my partner, Chris. I wish he was here for this because um, he, he had some really good insight. And without this, none of this would be possible. So I got you, brother. Well, guys, if you're listening, you got some value out of just the story of what it takes to start something from an idea and just persevere through all of the craziness that happens when you're trying to make an entrepreneurial venture happen. All we ask is share it with a friend, share it with someone who needs to hear this message and uh, leave us a rating, uh, subscribe, leave a written review and ultimately give this to someone who needs to hear the message because the purpose of this podcast is help other people create more freedom in their life, become the best version of themselves and by sharing it with them this could be the catalyst of what it takes to do that so thank you everybody for listening we appreciate you we love you and we'll catch you on the next episode later everybody